What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Joe Kilgallen podcast, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. Oh, I've got the wrong mic setting on. Like a fucking dickhead. Good job, Joe. Way to start off like a pro, you piece of shit. This is the kind of self-talk you need to do sometimes. Oh, yeah, the Internet's always telling you self-talk's important. Motivate yourself. Say nice things about you, right? That way you're feeling good. It'll boost your confidence. But every now and then, you got to kick yourself in the dick and say, hey, man, take a little time to get in a little preparation, huh? Prepare. If you don't prepare, you're not going to be the best. You, you see, this is what happens sometimes. You know what I mean? No, of course, you need to pump yourself up. You got to pump your own tires. Tell yourself you're amazing. But you also got to bring yourself down every now and then. You know, uh, there's a balance to things. But you don't bring yourself down too much. Okay, this is the motivational talk I'm giving to you guys here on a Monday. It is Monday, December 4th, everybody. Um, this podcast will be up sometime in the afternoon. I hope you're enjoying it. I decided to drop one on a Monday, a couple days earlier than normal, because today is the day. Big news, everybody. But before we get to said big news, I like to start off with a little gratitude, as always. So big shout out to all the Patreon subscribers. You guys are amazing. You keep me going. I love you very much. I hope you have yourselves a wonderful holiday season. I don't want you guys talking bad about yourselves, okay? Because you guys are amazing. I get to talk bad about me, but you you get to talk bad about me as well, but I don't want you talking bad about you. Let's let's be very clear on that. So uh, as as always, I hope everyone who who supports me anyway is doing very well. Patreon subscribers the most, though, of course. And uh, but here's the big news. Big news here on a fine Monday across planet Earth is that uh, my fourth comedy special called Good Grief is now available. It's available on a brand new platform called Punch Up. And uh, I'm like the 13th or 14th comedian to get on Punch Up. So I feel very grateful to get in on the ground level. Um, so thank you to the Punch Up team for getting me out there. Um, my guy Steve Byrne turned me on to it. Uh, I was actually just working with Steve Byrne in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I'll talk a little bit about that in a few moments. But the special, uh, it means a lot to me. It was recorded, filmed last year in 2022, toward the end of 2022. And it's yeah, it's been a process in what to do with it. Uh, my instinct was to, well, it doesn't matter what it is. What matters is it's out right now. It was just a longer process, you know, uh, shout out to the director of the special James Webb. Some of you might know he directed Mark Norman's last special for Netflix. He directed Sam Morell's special for Netflix. Sam Morell is also on punch up by the way. And, uh, he is a major player now in the game. So I'm very, very fortunate to have gotten James Webb and at a steal of a deal, <laughs> if I'm being quite honest. Um, so yeah, I'm very grateful for that. Everyone who helped out, there is a special thanks at the end. So I don't need to go through and individually thank everybody, but to you watching this right now on YouTube or listening to this, um, on Spotify, wherever the hell you listen to your podcast, I would love it if you would go to punchup.live. That's right. Punchup.live. I'm putting on the bottom of the screen there. Uh, if you're watching this, but it's punchup.live slash Joe hyphen Kilgallen. If you just go to the punchup.live and then you could see on one of the profiles in the middle there you could scroll through all the comedians they have and you get to watch the special for free right there on their platform and what's nice is you go to my page it shows you all my upcoming tour dates or at least most of the tour dates are listed and um yeah a little bio about myself so i've got my own page on punchup's website i'm going to use that basically as my website now i'm very grateful to the guys who had done my website previously um, we had to switch servers recently. So my website's actually been down for like the last month or so, but it makes sense to just do a one-stop shop type of deal where it's like, go to this page, you can check out my special. I'll be putting other content on there as well. 
And uh, and then you got my the direct links to the tickets. It couldn't be simpler. And that's what I like. If you, those of you who listen to my podcast know I'm all about keeping it fucking easy, keeping it simple. How many of us get so pissed off and frustrated when we try to buy something online or even watch something online and you have to click on 19 different things, right? This is pretty simple. You go to the website. I will be honest with you up front. When you click on the special, it says click watch for free. It'll pop up. You will have to type in your email. But the email is strictly to let you know when I drop other content, which is not, it's not like it's going to be an everyday thing. If it's not spam, it'll be like, hey, Joe just dropped a brand new 15-minute set right here on punch up or Joe is coming to your town. So that's what is a nice thing about, um, this. So yeah, for the simple cost of you typing in your email, you get to watch a comedy special. I put a lot of work in on for, um, for free as I wanted it. I didn't want this behind any kind of paywall. There was a few offers I had out there that would have initially put it behind a paywall for some time. And I just didn't want to do that. And then, um, Last thing I'll say about it before we go into some other talk is that um, the special at the end of the special, there's a, I talk for like the last like eight to 10 minutes, I believe I tell some fun stories about my dad and my dad passed away last year. As a lot of, you know, um, shit, we're coming, it's getting, it's pretty close to two years almost. Um, it was at the end of January of 2022. Suddenly didn't, no one saw it coming. Just went to bed, didn't wake up. Fell asleep in his lazy boy watching reruns of some, some good shows, I hope. And um, and that was that at 67. And uh it, it still is, um, I think about him every day. Um, it was the hardest thing I ever had to go through. I'm still going through it, I'll always go through it. And uh, so that's why this one means a little bit more. Um, so you know, I know a lot of people watch comedy specials. I know I'm guilty of this, and you watch like the first 15 or 20 minutes, even ones you like, like that was really good. I enjoyed that. I would almost rather you watch the last 15 to 10 minutes. Um, if you had to choose, I mean, watch the whole thing. You don't have to watch it in one go, watch a little at a time, right? I know we're all busy people. All right. So that's the last thing I'm gonna say about that. I hope, uh, I hope you check it out. It's a uh, punch up dot live Joe hyphen Kilgallen. Just type in all lowercase, um, makes it easy for yourself. And I hope you enjoy it. I really do. All right. I hope you guys hit yourselves a great weekend. I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin opening for my man, Steve Byrne. We had some fun shows, uh, especially Saturday, man. The Saturday shows were really rocking. Uh, it's a great club there in Brookfield, Wisconsin, just outside of Milwaukee. Um, and you know what I love about Milwaukee and Wisconsin in general? I'll give you guys a shout out for this, even though we got some rivalry going on with our sports teams. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be rooting for your sports teams ever. And you don't want me rooting for your sports teams. That's the whole point of rivalries. We're supposed to hate each other's teams. Every now and then I meet people where you're like, why the fuck are you a fan of them? And I'm like, why do you want me to be a fan of them? It'd be dumb if we were all the fans of the same team. It really would be stupid. You you need that's what makes sports fun. If everyone rooted for the same side, it'd be really, really a boring thing. So be grateful that you have enemies. And um, and, and I wouldn't want it any other way. So, uh, but what I love about Wisconsin, they know how much beer is supposed to cost. That's what is a good time about it. And and that's a dangerous city to live in, I feel like Milwaukee in particular, and the whole state. Because whenever I've drank drank beers in Milwaukee. You know, you run up a tab and then you get your bill and you're almost like, did you forget to charge me for a lot of these beers? And then you look and you're like, oh, no, this you guys just are still living in the right era in the world. And which is how much alcohol is supposed to cost. It's incredible. Like if I live there, it would be very dangerous. Chicago's got some bars that still get it. But as an overall city, we're probably more expensive than most when it comes to alcohol. We're not New York and L.A. levels, but we're definitely not as cheap as Wisconsin. Holy fuck. Because you, when it's that cheap, you just feel like, yeah, of course I'll have another. 
This does no damage. You want one too? Fucking put it on my tab. You feel like you're king shit for a day. You know, like you're like you're the big man. And that's what's nice. You get to throw it around a little bit. So um, I don't know. Wisconsin is always ranked like number one state for binge drinking in America. And you could see why. You, I don't, I don't know what the statistics are for people dying of alcohol related things. Probably high though. Probably high. They should probably um, figure out a way to get a little more public transportation going because all their bars have parking lots too. <laughs> I mean, not all of them, but like most of them have parking lots and you're kind of like, well, you know how we're getting here, you know, and there's just no, um, Buses, trains, I think they got a little bit of that if you're like proper, like in the city center, but the rest of it, it's just, it's a dangerous thing, but it's nice. It's nice to visit places like that. You know, I've discovered I've gotten some uh, listeners from like the UK and Canada. If you guys come to America, don't always go to the same cities that everyone tells you to go to. You know, I got to imagine it's a lot of New York, LA, uh, Vegas, Chicago, Washington, DC, Miami. Those are probably the big spots that Europeans... Um, like to go to and uh, and Canadians, but you got to every now and then say, let's go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's where you want to go. You ever see the movie Love Actually? At the end of that movie, the English guy, because he was so desperate to meet American women, he went for the cheapest ticket he could find. He went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and then he it was snowy because it was the off season. You know, I mean, it's cheaper to fly when it's weather's crap. And he went to a random local pub. And then he walked out with three beautiful women and they had themselves a four-way. True story. That's the movie based off a true story. One random English guy walked into a Wisconsin pub and then he just went to town on all of them. Or they went to town on him, I like to think. Right, a nice little American welcome. L- little American, how you doing? But uh, I'm sure that wouldn't happen actually because those women were all way too beautiful. They were clearly LA actresses. Uh, Wisconsin's got a lot of things. They don't have Alicia Cuthbert and those other two models. But <laughs> now there's some smoking hot Wisconsin women. We like to we like to poke fun at uh, Wisconsin ladies, uh, and I know I have some Wisconsin listeners. And you've heard this. We 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 poke some fun at the looks, uh, and you guys make fun of people from Chicago, Illinois. There's, there's there's rivalries there between our teams, and and they don't like us because get this, listeners across the country and the world, Wisconsin, which is a state just north of my state, Illinois, they have a little term of endearment for us. They call us fibs which stands for fucking Illinois bastard, F-I-B, fucking Illinois bastard. They go, oh, look, another fib. And so when I was performing at the Milwaukee Comedy Club there, I said, oh, yeah, these fibs, right? I mean, fuck these assholes coming up here from Illinois every summer, spending lots of money and stimulating your local economies. Yeah, what a bunch of dickheads. You know, they'll pay for a season-long fishing pass, fishing license and only use it like once or twice oh they're the worst just get rid of them and as i'm saying that they're all starting to laugh because they're like ah fuck you make a good point we rely on them there's a million lake towns in the state of wisconsin that if it wasn't for people from illinois those things would be third world poverty stricken areas okay so you're welcome all right um one more thing i wanted to say about the special if i could go back to that for a second uh if you could spread the word (laughs) to people that'd be really great Because what a cool feature of this new platform for comedians, punchup.live, does is wherever you watch the special from, I'll know. Like, I'm not knowing your address, but it'll tell me, like, oh, let's say 100 people, because it's a nice round number. Let's say, oh, 100 people watched your special today. They they can say, hey, 33 of them were in Phoenix, Arizona. And then I get to go, awesome, sweet, I'm doing shows in Phoenix. 
I'm already doing shows in Phoenix. So that's a bad example. But let's say it, out of the hundred, it tells me, you know, 17 of them were watching from, you know, Cleveland, Ohio. Great. I get to hit up a club in Cleveland and say, Hey, look, I have this many, this many fans in the area. So therefore let's book a show. You'll sell, I'll sell tickets. You'll sell booze. Everyone goes home happy. Everyone gets laid, right? That's how, that's how you, you view it. Um, so that's why, you know, if you've got friends throughout the country, spread the word because in 2024, big things, big things I want to do. Um, I want to hit up a lot more. Um, I want to travel more than I did in 2023. I've been traveling a lot the last few months. I want to do more of that. So if you could spread the word, I'd really appreciate that. Um, all right. I had a whole thing going on with me the last week or so. Um, some of you have been seeing me are going to be like, you seem fine when I saw you. I'm able to function, but I'm in some pain. Um, it's really bad constipation. It's uh, brutal. And my stomach, I get the pains from it. And it was so bad. I had to go to the doctor. Yes. And I, I, didn't, I thought maybe it's more than constipation. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So I'm like, maybe I got like Crohn's, maybe I got like some celiac thing actually. Cause I can't get the poop out. I think with Crohn's you, you get the diarrhea a lot. I would kill for diarrhea. I would kill for it. Have you ever been, have you ever been constipated so bad that you're like, you know, diarrhea sounds awesome. Oh, I would, I will take a whole bottle of laxatives if I could just Hershey squirt out my asshole for the relief I need, because my God, you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's enough. It's enough with this constipation. I got so like messed up about it in my head that I was Googling, can you die from constipation? And the answer right after this commercial break, no, the answer is yes. Yes. You could die from constipation. Can you believe, believe it or not? It's something called like fecal impact. You know what I mean? Where you're just blocked up so badly, you kind of get like poison from it, I suppose. So yeah, it's a scary thing in a way. Um, so I went to the doctor and um, I have a lovely doctor. She's great. Um, puts me at ease with uh, whatever is going on with me. Um, we ran a bunch of tests. I had to poop in a thing, but they needed a stool sample. Um, everything came back negative, which was great. Uh, but also makes me go, why am I dealing with this? Because this doesn't feel like regular constipation. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a little nervous um, because then she told me, all right, just let's do a bunch of stuff for the next month to help like get you regular. And if it doesn't work after a month, then I'll have to refer you to a GI and then a colonoscopy is on the table. I obviously don't really want a colonoscopy. It sounds bad. You have to drink this horrible thing so that if you flush out all the toxins and cleans you out completely, which is like, just give me that now. Why can't I have that now? It tastes horrible from what I understand, but I'm, I'm willing to do it. And then, um, uh, and then they shove a camera up your ass. Basically it's a small camera. It's not like a big boxy, you know, Panasonic or something like that. And, uh, and then they just kind of explore up the colon, you know, um, people, people tell me you don't feel a damn thing, which is great. Um, and yeah, so I, my grandfather, uh, my dad's dad died of colon cancer when I was three years old. So I slightly remember him. I have like one or two memories of my grandfather, uh, third one being his wake, but like one or two where it was like, you woke up from a nap and everyone's like, grandpa's up. Like we were over there and him coming down and all the grandchildren being like, grandpa, you know, <clears throat> Being a grandpa sounds awesome, by the way. And then, um, and then just another one of him, just like, you know, sitting on the couch and, uh, but, um, yeah, he died at 62. That's very young of colon cancer. So, you know, it's in my head that that is something in my genes 
it's a, it's a genetic worry of mine. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping it just gets me back regular, but I've been dealing with this for a little while anyway. Um, yeah, I can't just have a good podcast where I tell you about my special, and how excited I am about it. I got to talk to you about, uh, the gold colon, but get this. Here's some big news, some big news for you guys. I, uh, my, my doctor had to put a finger up my butt and this is going to shock a lot of you. I've never had a finger up my butt ever in my life. Not my own, not anyone else's. I'm just, again, to each their own. Of course, I respect whatever you do. Um, and I expect you to respect what I do because I know people I've had friends. This has come up in conversations over the years. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not a butt guy. I don't really want anything to do with, I don't want people touching my butt. I don't want things going in my butt. I'm not a butt person. And they've given me shit. And I'm just like, I just don't, you know, not my thing. How do you know if you don't like it? Well, I'll tell you this. I had it in a medical situation recently. Didn't like it. Didn't enjoy it at all. And felt bad for her. Uh, like, you know, by the way, my asshole is very clean. Okay. I thought it was a possibility. So I went extra. I clean my asshole every day. I don't know who told you I didn't. All right. I don't know if there's rumors going around that old Joey K has got a dirty bunghole. Not the case. Okay. It is very clean. And uh, so that's not, that's not why I'm not into butt stuff. Oh, Joe, what are you, what are you, you got a dirty butt. That's why you don't want anyone going near the butt. No, my butt is very clean. Pristine even. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't, it's just, you know, we, we're all wired differently. And again, no judgment for you, you listening right now. Who's like, I like ass play. I'm not judging you. And in return, do not judge me. I support, I'll vote for whatever I need to do. So you can continue your ass playing culture, right? I want you to keep fingering your butt, sticking stuff up your butt, whatever you do with your butt, your business. And I want that to continue for you. Um, I'm just not going to join, but I'll be standing on the sidelines going, Hey, Hope you're having a great time. That's what I would do. But yeah, I um I had to be on my like side. I was in a gown. I hiked, you know, I didn't know how it was gonna happen. I'm like, am I bending over the table? How how do we do this? And then she was like, No, just lay down on your side. And I went over on my side and then she had to take a look and then decided to she didn't decide, she prepared me that she was gonna throw a finger up there to uh, you know, to see if there's to feel for certain things. I, I can't remember. I was just too busy thinking, well, there goes. There was that. I thought I was going to make it. I thought I was going to make it my entire life without anything going up the butt. Anything. And uh, nope. I'm on the other side of it now. I'm like a lot of you. I'm part of that team. I'm part of the team of people who have had things up their butt. Well, um, it wasn't the worst. I didn't like it. I, I don't want it to happen again. Um, I mean, it's going to. I just want to feel better. But it did make me think. I could probably smuggle some drugs up there if it was absolutely necessary. Like if I was part of a crew and they're like, all right, someone needs to put this bag of heroin up their ass. Who's it going to be? I will not volunteer. I'll try to get out of it. I'll be like, look, guys, I have my other skills. We all know how vital I am to the team and to the crew's success. I won't do it. But if it came down to where everyone else had better reasons why they couldn't do it, and it was like, they look at me and they go, Joe, Joe, we need you on this one, man. We've come too far. We need you. I would say, all right, I can make it work. But you guys owe me. You all owe me. That's what I would tell them. Um, yeah, so 
it, it, it is what it is, but it's just amazing how when you get older, you just deal with different things. And there are things where it's like, like, I don't, I've, you guys know those longtime listeners of, of mine. I know I've gotten a lot of new listeners recently and welcome to the podcast, by the way. Welcome. I give you a nice welcome 20 minutes into a, about a 30 minute podcast. But uh, I, uh, I've had some health stuff over the last year and a half, year or so. Um, not a whole lot of major things. Scares. I've had little scares. I had the prostate thing back in April and May. Um, in which I thought I was going to get a finger up the butt. Everyone told me they were going to do a prostate exam that way. And apparently they just don't do it regularly like that anymore. And they didn't, the guy didn't do it, which I was happy about. Um, Cause when he checked another area, wasn't too fucking gentle. You'd think, you know what I've had, um, I've told someone this recently. I've had a mix of doctors have to examine my junk. Uh, a mix being like half women, half men. And the women always better. Not just because I like women better than men. Like, you know, I'm a straight man. So clearly I would prefer a woman, but this is medical. So it's not like, you know, and it's the least sexual thing in the world too. Cause I said this to a friend of mine, I was explaining recently and he's like, well, of course you want women instead of men. I'm like, I know, but this is the least sexual shit in the world. A doctor's office. All of it's just not, your body is just a fucking, it's just a big like meat bag. It's, you know what I mean? It's not the case, but women have a touch I think they're more understanding because when I've had women had to examine down there because they don't have the equipment, they kind of just like, Oh, let's, let's see. Is that okay? Like, what about when I touch here? Is that fine? Or the guy's just like, all right. And they just fucking grab. It's like, Hey Dick, you should know you ha- you're being a dick, but, in- but you should have a dick. So you should know how to treat a dick, but you're not, you all look like you're fucking like double parked. Then you have, you have to rush out of here. All right. It's very, very uh, distressing in a lot of ways. But yeah, I mean, I, in my mind, I am not close to 40. In reality, I am close to it. All right. I'm not far away. Um, but like in my brain and the way I feel on a day-to-day basis, I still feel like I'm in my early thirties, late twenties, even like, you know, I'm wearing a Mario Brothers shirt. I don't feel like someone who's, you know, um, in their late thirties. I just don't. So I don't, I don't get that. But then the body tells you other things, you know, it tells you other things. It tells you, you need to go to sleep. It tells you, uh, like when I wake up, you know, sore legs all the time. Like every time I get out of bed, I feel like I ran three miles right, right before I went to bed. I get out of bed. I stretch and my legs just like, Oh, fuck you. Like, I don't know what injuries from my past. You know, I didn't serve in any wars. I should be fine. It's just an interesting thing. I'm looking at myself on the camera right now and I'm noticing my beard. I got to trim it up a little bit. But speaking of beards, here's something I do not care for because I find it to be a lack of effort. Whenever people dress up, whenever men or, um, yeah, how am I going to say this? Whenever people do drag and they have a beard, I don't like that. Okay. It's an aesthetic thing for me, right? I feel like they're not putting forth full effort. Uh, and in general, when I see people, I'm, I might ruffle some feathers with this. When I see uh, anyone wearing a wig and they're kind of like, and they're wearing a dress and they're like, look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm being a woman, w- shave. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't understand. Because I always thought the whole thing with drag was the old glam, you know, 1950s, 60s Hollywood thing. How, how it was all the starlets from yesteryear dressed and they didn't rock beards. Okay. Because it tells me you're not fully fucking committed. Any drag queen with a beard. Uh, if there was like rankings for drag queens, you're not top anything. 
you shouldn't even be ranked. You'd have to have so many other skills and, and what else they do. I don't know what they do at drag shows. I'll be, I know they get up and they, they walk on a stage. There's singing involved. I believe they sing. I've never been to a drag show. Um, singing and dancing. Some stuff. Do they juggle? Are the jugglers involved? Uh, close up magic, maybe. But I, I don't know what they do. Uh, but I, I would imagine the people in the crowd don't want to admit it. They don't want to say it because we're living in a new world. And this isn't like, uh, you know, this isn't like an acceptance thing. I accept everybody. But this is like uh, you're not putting in the effort. You know, if you want to be this, you shave your fucking face, man. Uh, or whatever you want to be identified as. You shave. It's 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 alarming. And it's um, dis deserting. Is that the word I'm looking for? To the eyes. My eyes don't like it when I see it. Because I think to myself, I'm like, just fucking grab a razor. And I know they're thinking, well, in my day-to-day -day life, I like to have the beard. I'm like, well, I don't, then you're never going to be one of the best. You want to be one of the best. You got, you got to look the damn part. You know, if I were playing, um, you know, like if, if I was, it's like cosplay, essentially, you need to look who like you're going to be, you know, if I'm more, if I'm going to be Thor, I'm going to wear a long blonde wig. I'm not going to not, or I'd have a beard, right? You can't be like, oh, I'm Thor, but without a beard, because in my regular life, I like to be clean shaven. But right now I'm Thor. You guys look, I got the hammer. He would be like, you're kind of a shitty Thor then. So I'll say it. If you have a full beard, you're doing drag. I'm gonna get educated on this by some people later, I'm sure. Yeah, here's why you can't say that. You're 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 fucking a shitty one. Okay. You're half-assing it. Step up your game. All right. You gotta you gotta play hard for the whole game. You don't just show up. You're like, oh, I'm here, look at me. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up and down the, the little stage they got there for you. And then and then go eat the free hors d'oeuvres. You what are you we're here for free appetizers? Or are you here to put on a show? So, so put on a fucking show. There's too much half-assing going on on planet Earth these days. I don't like it. You you gotta do something, do it, fucking do it to it. Right? Put in a full max effort. Do we learn nothing from Michael Jordan's The Last Dance documentary? Right? If if you want something, you gotta outplay everybody else. I'm I'm talking to you. All of the drag queens who listen to this podcast, which so many of you do, and you got this full beard. I'm sorry. Shave your fucking face. I gotta shave my face too. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta trim this up. This is getting, it's getting a little out of control. I think. I don't know. Maybe just a little trim. I don't need to get rid of it completely. Maybe I don't know. A lot of you don't know this, but I got a cleft chin, and I used to get compliments on it all the time. They'd be like, "You got a cool little butt chin." People would say to me, "That's what a cleft chin really is. It's a butt chin, you know." And then I grew a beard, and now I don't get credit for having a nice cleft in my chin. So that's, it's the struggles I go through on a day-to-day -day basis. It really is, you know? <laughs> All right. Um, very full of shit. Second half of this podcast, literally, cause I'm full of shit. Cause I'm constipated. There you go. Tying it together. All right, everybody. Um, I hope you check out the new comedy special. It's called good grief. It started off with me. I was working on the material in 2021, all about my confrontational ways. I had a pretty cool name for it. I think I was going to call it. What was I going to call it? I was going to call it, um, my big mouth. They wanted to call it My Big Mouth, which I thought, like Joe Kilgallen, My Big Mouth. I thought it'd be a cool title. Um, then someone's like, why don't you call it Big Mouth? Because like, there's a show called Big Mouth. I don't know. And then or and then I had another name. Damn, I can't remember the other name. But then after my father passed away, the material changed toward that. I knew I wanted to tribute in there uh, just because I feel like I talk about my life. And how could I ignore that? That was a big chunk of my life. So, yeah, it's um, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. I hope you guys find it funny. That's what matters most to me. Hope you find it funny. I hope you, um, and I hope the part it's parts at the end remind you to uh, spend as much time as possible with the people you love.
that's uh, my little message at the end. But most importantly, just find it funny. I fucking hate these comedy specials these days when it's like, it was really insightful and it really made me think. And it was like, did you laugh though? Did you laugh? Because if it does that and it makes you laugh, then fuck yeah. But if that's what it's, uh, you know, it's it's boring to me. And I'm, I think there's enough boredom out there. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to the Joe Kilgallen podcast where stamp comedian Joe Kilgallen likes to rant for about 30 minutes. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, don't forget that we have the Patreon out there for as little as $3 a month. You get bonus episodes and all sorts of fun stuff. There's different tiers that give you more things um, and, you know, all that other good stuff. So I uh, hope you guys have yourselves a great rest of the week and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Cheers.